This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. The death toll from the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria has risen to more than 20,000. Hundreds of thousands of people are without homes or food and in desperate need of help. Now we're going to pivot to a much, much smaller quake that hit the Buffalo area on Monday. It's believed no deaths or major damage occurred, but it was still the largest recorded earthquake there in decades. Dr. Alexander Stewart is a glacial geologist who teaches at St. Lawrence University. He says the eastern United States has all sorts of ancient buried faults that can cause regular seismic activity. There were about 200 earthquakes from Buffalo to Quebec City over the last year. It's perfectly expected that those buried, deep-seated, hundreds-of-million-year-old faults are going to release energy every now and then. And, and in the Buffalo area, you're looking at maybe a couple a year. Our neck of the woods, you're looking at five or ten a year. Stewart tells Kara Chapman that the more frequent earthquakes seen in the North Country have to do with its geology. We are in the western Quebec seismic zone. They're in uh, the southern lakes uh, seismic zone. So we are in geologically different zones. We have a little more complicated geology where they, they sort of have this north-south series of weaknesses in the called the Clarendon-Linden fault zone in, in Buffalo that reactivate. We in North Country, in northern New York, St. Lawrence County, we have this sort of three-way intersection between the St. Lawrence Valley fault zone, which uh, you can imagine parallels and is underneath the St. Lawrence River. But we also have this set of faults coming down out of Ottawa. So we have sort of an interface here of three fault zones, which leads to increased probability likelihoods of weaknesses releasing energy. We also have a little bit faster stress release. Remember, there was a big glacier that covered most of North America 15,000 years ago. Well, our neck of the woods is, is relaxing a little bit more than the Buffalo region. So we have more faults, a little bit more relaxation, a little bit more energy to be released. So we're looking at maybe three to five times more earthquakes a year. Mm -hmm. Right. And I wanted to ask, you know, what capacity do we have, if, if any, for predicting seismic activity? Predicting it, uh, there is the, a shake alert app if you live in Washington State. Oregon or California, USGS has an app. Uh, FEMA will also push out notifications of phones in that neck of the woods because they have damaging earthquakes very often. We're not there, so we don't have that technology. That stuff might give you a few seconds. And uh, if you imagine you're in a high rise in Turkey, that doesn't get you anywhere. It may get you into a door frame, right? It may get you under a table, which is better than nothing. But prediction in a way that's going to save life, limb, and property, uh, we may never get there with lead times and windows of the hours and days that we need to either really get to a safe location or evacuate locations. I, I wanted to touch on what you were talking about with, you know, door frames and under tables, because, you know, you see that in the movies a lot and, and shows where there's an earthquake and, you know, they rush to a door frame. Like, what are you supposed to do when an earthquake is happening to, you know, get to a safer spot? During the event, when the initial shaking occurs, you'll want to get under some sort of structure that's going to be more stable than um, unreinforced parts of the building to protect yourself from falling debris. 
Then after the initial shaking, uh, you need to get outside because as we see in Turkey, there's over 10,000 damaged buildings, 5,000 or more confirmed to be collapsed. Uh, they don't all collapse during the initial shaking. They can collapse in the aftershock. So you need to do your best to clear those structures as soon as you're safe to do so. What else do you think people should know in the North Country about earthquakes? Earthquakes in this neck of the woods um, are not going to have shaking intensities or magnitudes that are great enough uh, to devastate our environment like you might have in Turkey or Southern California. We also don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the population densities. um, So we're not going to have that level of a disaster. We do have one major engineering marvel uh, the Moses uh, Saunders Power Dam near Messina, which is not to be ignored uh, with shaking intensities and magnitudes that we can expect to get here in that 5.0 range. We're looking at maybe one or two of those a century. We had one in 1944. We're probably due in the next tens of years for a similar magnitude earthquake like the one in 1944. The dam was built and completed in '58. They used the knowledge that we had up until 58 based on the seismicity of the area to retrofit and sort of engineer the building to or the, the dam to be structurally stable for certain magnitude earthquakes. But that is a significant economic driver uh, for the region. So that could be damaged in relatively low intensity shaping, low magnitude earthquakes. So we may not have the devastation, your homes aren't going to collapse, and we're not going to have that level of sort of devastation, but we could have major impacts uh, to the Moses Saunders power dam uh, as a result of a relatively low magnitude earthquake with respect to these ones we see in California, Alaska, or Turkey. That was St. Lawrence University professor Dr. Alexander Stewart speaking with Kara Chapman. This is WSKG News.